In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. All right, got a job offer for anybody looking to be the next driver of the Wienermobile. They're looking for some hot doggers to drive around the country. Now, you first of all have to be comfortable driving a 27-foot-long hot dog-shaped vehicle. So that is uh, first and foremost, safe driver. They do pay $35,000 in salary, and you get $150 weekly allowance. The average hot dogger, if you're wondering, all right, how many miles am I putting on this thing, travels about 20,000 miles when the Trips are all said and done, and we'll visit about 40 cities, and they host pop-up events, they do local media appearances, create social media content along the way, hmm. and you know, not everybody can say yes on my resume. I was a driver of the Wienermobile, so would that be something for you, Mary Ellen, in oh, all boy. your spare time here? Um, I am not the... I. Do they have a backup cam on that? Can you imagine trying to... Be- what, how, many, how long is that thing? 20? Uh, 27 feet long. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, the normal vehicle would have still the same shape of like, okay, the yeah. window's here, the rear... But yeah, that's a I'm little bit sure. more of a rounded, higher seat. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. I don't think they would hire me, honestly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They'd take me out on a little obstacle course trying to drive it. I would probably not get the job. Let's just say you that. Smash your yeah. cones. Your, your, the front of your wiener would be dead. It would be bad. (laughs) You're waking up with the Q102 Morning Show. So Mary Ellen joins the show in for Tim. Just for a few more days, Tim will be back from vacation. I know it's going to be hard to give up those sunny beaches of Mexico to come back to uh, the cold, the snow. But he wished this upon us, so don't feel too bad for him. But you came across something that was something I had never heard of. And I thought, what is Mary Ellen sending me? Oh, who are these people? And I thought, you know, maybe this is somebody from the station doing a little photo session. Here it turns out it's perfect strangers. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Perfect strangers. Yeah. I have no idea idea who these people are. I'm not even sure how this ended up in my feed, but Autumn Collette Photography, which turns out is based out of West Virginia, somehow ends up in my feed and catches my attention because she does this thing called Stranger Sessions, where she literally has people apply for a chance to be paired up with someone. They're blindfolded. They turn around and they do a whole photo shoot together like they've known each other for years, (laughs) but they are complete strangers. And I mean, I looked at that before I read the complete caption, I looked at some of the the little pictures that pop up and I thought, oh, this is a cute engagement session. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Because there's the picture of like, oh, you know, okay, now put your arm around her, mm-hmm. gaze longingly into each other's eyes. We need a genuine laugh. And I thought, oh, this is a cute couple. I wonder when their wedding is. Here, they're just meeting for, for the, the first, first time. time. Yeah. They're literally blindfolded. They're from different locations. At, uh, if you want to be part of these stranger sessions, the photographer is not flying to you. These people have to apply, be selected, fly to West Virginia if they live far away, and then, mm-hmm. yes, they've got the potential to meet up with this person. So we shared this stranger session of Lauren and Diego. That was the most recent one that she did. And mm-hmm. I'm cut, it's almost like watching The Bachelor on a, on a photography session yeah. in a way. It's so yeah, interesting. I can see that. So interesting to me. So we shared about that. Facebook.com slash your morning show. And we're kind of curious. You know, first of all, does any photographer in the area do something like this that we're just not aware of? Because it's very possible this is happening with a lot of other photographers for all we know. But this is just one that grabbed our attention. And would you be brave enough to do something like this? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is definitely first 
like first date, first time they're meeting, blind date, mm-hmm. but literally blindfolded. Yeah. And now not only are you with the person, say, oh, okay, this dinner isn't going well. At least you know you're far apart at the table. You can go your separate ways. You get a meal out of it. Okay, nice to meet you. We'll be friends. We may never talk again. See you later. But not, hey, put your arm around each other. Okay, now pose. Yes. Smile. Kiss click, her on and- the cheek. <laughs> I mean, this is all like within minutes of meeting each other. Well, and we laugh because we had a photo session at the station and Grace from the front office was our (laughs) photographer. So we were all very comfortable with each other. I mean, we've known each other, but just even posing by ourselves for pictures. I'm sure Grace (laughs) was like, can you smile and not look so awkward? What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I I am the worst picture taker of of all. And so let alone let's add a stranger into the mix and then act natural. Mm -hmm. You know, I officiate a lot of weddings. And so I don't normally stay through the whole after the ceremony picture session, mm-hmm. but they usually try to get those things rolling. I'm getting the witnesses to sign the marriage license. And more often than not, I hear the photographer try to loosen everybody up and say, OK, act like you like each other. You're married now. Let's see some <laughs> smiles. Don't be afraid to touch each other. Right. And those people obviously are married, not just meeting for the first time. But this couple in particular, if you click on the Facebook page, you can see them. Mm-hmm. They look very comfortable. So I do know. we know? Are they are they? stand together? Did they hit it off after the session? Or yeah. what's the deal? Well, what's, I, do you know? Okay, so here's the thing. I don't know them. I don't know the photographer officially, except for that I stumbled upon her page. But then the photographer, Autumn, she shared, hey, we're going to do a Facebook Live with Lauren and Diego, the couple, because everyone blew up her page like, oh my gosh, these guys are adorable. Are they? Yeah, they know are. What's happening? They're so cute together. And so she did a follow-up Facebook Live with them. I think it was a week ago, actually, the same night as the Golden Bachelor, because I remember her saying, we'll get off this so you guys have time to go watch the Golden Bachelor wedding. <laughs> and she brought them together and they shared, you know, they're still definitely talking. They they live like they two and are. a half hours away. So I don't know. Do you think that, that um, that's an I obstacle? Would, but for some, yeah, I would say as <laughs> as it's very alarming when I say, oh, yeah, I've, I've been married since March. We don't live together. In fact, we don't even live in, in the same state, let alone the same house yet. So I would say, dad, don't let that distance. Would you say two and a half hours? Yeah, them? they're they're two and a half hours away, but it's. Oh, you. that's nothing. That's okay. nothing. Look at, yeah, you're living it. So, yeah, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're living the long distance marriage even. So, yeah, anything right. is possible, right? All right. Check out the conversation about the stranger session. Would you? do one let us know what you're thinking facebook.com slash your morning show kqic wilmer q102 is a lakeland broadcasting radio station with more music and more variety it is that time of the morning normally tim is in the hot seat and i throw out a question or a phrase and they fill in the blank you just have to match his answer but i'm going in the hot seat today as tim continues his mexico vacation mary ellen in studio and i don't know what you have up your sleeve but you have a smile on your face it makes me a little <laughs> nervous like what is gonna happen here you got that smirk okay so i realize it's been some time i think the last time you and your husband alex saw each other was labor day weekend is that right when you picked- uh, yes i we did a little labor day down at his house my parents were there then my mom and I went back to my aunt's, picked up Phil Dawson, the cat, brought him to Wisconsin. Mom stayed for the month of September. And then, yeah, Alex is going to do do the big meeting of Phil okay. Dawson, the cat, for the first time so on Alex, Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's scheduled to arrive on Saturday. You haven't seen each other for months. Alex gets there. And I want to know what is the first meal you are going to make for Alex when you finally reunite oh. 
on Saturday. Okay. You know what? So, I know this exactly because I, I got all the ingredients for it yesterday. Oh. I had some stuff, but I needed needed some other ingredients. So yeah, so I've been I thinking exactly about this. this. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I'm curious, like after all this time, <laughs> you finally, you probably talk to each other while eating supper, you know, from states away or something, but you're going oh, yeah, to have Oh yeah, I'm always munching something. He's like, do you want me to call you back when you're done? I'm like, no, crunch, crunch, crunch. No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Alex arrives Saturday. What meal is Laura going to make for their first meal together when they are reunited? Match Laura. 320-235-1025. We're taking your guesses. If you think you know what it is, definitely chime in. It's worth a shot because you could win the Carnuba car wash from Waltz. Good luck. I see the texts are coming in. After his eight-hour drive from Ohio, I'm going to say, just you know, pick something up on your way. There's plenty of takeout places between Ohio and, and my house. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm That's make what I would do if I was in charge. <laughs> So, so don't diss that. Hey, there's nothing wrong with having someone else do it for you. Oh. You know what? I'm refreshing just so I just so I didn't miss any here. But I don't think no, no one has answered correctly yet. So open okay. for you still three two zero two three five one zero two five. No, I'm gonna say that of all the things we've. We've got a lot of good suggestions, and I think a lot of our listeners know me. A lot of lasagna was guessed, and I do make a good veggie lasagna. I do with a little spinach, a lot of mushrooms. He's not really a mushroom fan, though, so I would have to would have to work a little bit. Uh, stir fry was guessed a couple of times. We are going to that is on the menu because I'm a menu planner. When I have company coming, I'm like, okay, we'll do this this day, and then we'll have this for lunch and this for dinner. So I think stir fry is coming maybe Monday Tuesday ish, but that is not going to be the first meal. In fact. This is only the, yes, this is only going to be the third time that I have made one of these. And the first time, Tim and I started doing the show together in November uh, a couple years ago. And I made my first one in December, if you remember. His wife kind of walked me through it. Mike guessing chili. That's a good guess. I did make that this weekend and then started that chili chain reaction. If you remember, yeah, if you missed right. that, check out the podcast. You can hear all about it. And I'm willing to bet a few of our listeners also made chili spaghetti. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I you think, just give it away? I think. Uh, wait, oh, that I we have. I think we have a winner. Uh-huh. Yes. I see it. Another Mike. Another Mike, Mike writing it. <laughs> Different Mike. Mike. Tater tot hot dish. There it is. Tater tot hot dish. And now I totally want one. You cannot go wrong with tater tot hot dish. No matter how you vary it, because there are a ton of different twists on it. Maybe you've got extra veggies or certain people only like certain veggies. Or maybe you're, in, I don't know, whatever. And what you put on the topping. I heard you. and I, meant- A little twist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still kind of tater tots. But I have those round disc. What are they called? The crisp rounds or crispy rounds. I like those a little better. The first time I made it with the, the regular little fat chubby tater tots the regular style but <laughs> i like chubby. my really crispy so i like those little tater tot round squishy tater tots because they get crunchier on the top and i made the second one kind of on accident we were talking about it on the show a couple weeks ago and tim said oh, have you made another one since the first one and i said no and i don't know why so whatever i had in the cupboard i just kind of threw in so now i have to recreate that thrown together tater tot hot dish because it was so good so that's what i'm going to do on Saturday. Okay, that sounds good. But you are on a roll today. I love your descriptions of things. The fat chubby tater tot. I don't you know, even know, you know what I'm talking about. Though, I don't right? know what's coming out of your mouth next. Okay, uh, but one thing we do have to note. I don't know if we can catch Taylor up. She just texted in. How come they don't live together? Did I miss that? That's a whole show, probably. Oh, Taylor. Taylor, it's probably on, a whole girl. show. How much time do you have? We'll we'll get, <laughs> we'll catch you up later on. Q102. Doing a little check in with everybody on their New Year's resolution.
resolutions. We are 11 days now into this 2024. And I feel like if you've stuck to your resolution in any way, shape or form this long, you're probably going to make it right. You have nothing to worry about. And I don't know. Did we talk to you? Did you make any resolutions or anything? I know the big ones for people, you know, eat better, lose weight, maybe do the dry January thing, things like that. Did you have to give up anything or I should transform your life in any certain way? The first two should be part of my resolution, but I don't really make Eh. resolutions. Eh. Hey, it's the 11th. Why start too early on doing that? But this is an interesting twist. If exercising and working out is one of those things Mm -hmm. on your list and you need a little extra kick, how about this? How about electric shocks while you exercise? Does that sound like something fun to have? Exercise isn't painful on its own, especially if maybe you were a, a little bit of a couch potato before January 1st, yeah. and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to really, like, two miles a day on that treadmill, and I'm going to pump some weights, and you really go get it, as if that wasn't going to kill you enough and make you go, <laughs> oh, I didn't even know I had these things that hurt now all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. They've got workout pants brand is called We Stim and it shocks you. Apparently though so slight that Why? you don't necessarily even feel it but there's like a tiny bit of silver attached to the uh, take the static electricity from your movements and then okay. deliver a microcurrent to your muscles and the whole thing, the pitch behind this these electric workout pants, they claim it reduces fatigue by 6%. How do they figure out these numbers, okay? And they say it could help improve your workout performance by up to 30% and it also mm. may help you recover post workout and you're supposedly you're not really feeling it but just hearing electric shocks mm-hmm. in your pants doesn't sound like a well and I <laughs> I'm willing to bet they probably thought this through right but all I can imagine is is it targeted to certain areas like your thigh muscles or these this threading is is all through because there's certain parts of the pants area where I would assume you would not want to be shocked true at any time working out or otherwise <laughs> true so uh-huh. yeah well there it's a thing they're available online it's gonna set you back Anywhere from sixty to hundred bucks, if you want to look into those. The group, the brand is called We Dash S T I M. So if you purchase those, we want to report. Send us a text. Let us know how it works out. Text Tim and Laura three two zero two three five one zero two five. The Q one zero two Morning Show. We did match Laura today, and I asked you since you were going to see Alex, your husband, for the first time since like Labor Day weekend <laughs> this weekend. When you get together, yes. what meal are you going to make? And your answer was tater. Tater tot hot dish. All right. So, yeah. And now this is this only the second time he will have had a tater tot hot dish because he joined the family. I was at my parents a couple years ago when I first started this show and Londa sent me a video, Tim's wife, how to construct the proper tater tot hot dish layering. So I made it at my parents' house. Mom and dad, Alex, myself tried it for the first time. And then it's not that I didn't like it. I just kind of forgot about it. That's not something oh. that I grew up eating. And I know that that's like a regular staple food. I know, right? <laughs> It's so good, though. Why did I not make it again? And then the other night, I thought, you know, we talked about it on the show that day, whenever it was. And I thought, I I don't really probably have everything, but you don't really need to have anything in particular. You just throw in what you have. And so that's what I did. It turned out really good. So now I have to recreate that same thrown together dish when he comes on Saturday because I want to I want to do it exactly the same. Now, I'm curious because you're vegetarian. I know I'm putting hamburger in my tater tot hot dish. <laughs> what are you putting in as your layer? Of that? What, what do you do? I don't even know. I was thinking about that. Okay. So the first time when we made it, I used, I don't know if it was the Boca crumbles or morning 
Morningstar crumbles on the bottom layer. And being a vegetarian for, oh, I don't know, maybe like six or seven years now, they have a lot more meatless products than when I first became a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have those. I like veggies and just all the, the grains and things like that on their own. But when you're making something like that, yeah, the first layer was, Tim said, usually hamburger, hamburger. meat or you can yeah. put in whatever. So the other night when it was just a whatever I have in the cupboard, throw it in. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> I had three fake sausage links. Now picture how small that is yeah, and picture nice. the size of a casserole dish. So I chopped those up and then just kind of sprinkled those in. I thought, well, that <laughs> that is nowhere near enough. What else can I put yeah. just to kind of do a bottom filler layer? So then I took a can of red kidney beans, drained those and rinsed them and then put them in. And as I make it, just whatever, like whatever frozen veggies, whatever canned veggies I have, putting it in, I thought this is probably going to be disgusting, but it's just me eating it. How bad can it really be? You're also doing the cream soup and the cheese and the the little flat, squishy, round tater tots on the top so Mm -hmm. they get extra crunchy. I thought... Even if it's bad, I'm going to eat it. But it turned out so good. So now I have to recreate. So I went out and I bought a package of of the sausage links again. I'm only going to chop up three of them, though. Oh, come on. Because I've got to make it just like You can put the whole package in. Come on. That might change the flavor. I don't know. The flavor profile was perfection. You'll have to report back what Alex thinks of the meal. Okay. Thanks for starting your day with the Q102 Morning Show. It always sounds good. They're funny. Laura, quick, did you see that message that came into the Facebook page from Jody? She sent a TikTok about a Midwesterner mom making a tater tot hot dish, and my mind is blown. That is not how you make tater tot hot dish, right? <laughs> that is not how I was instructed by Londa, <laughs> Tim's wife, on how to make my first tater tot hot dish. And now that I am too tater tot hot dishes in the books and going to make the third for Alex when he arrives on Saturday. I'm I'm now an expert, right? Oh yeah. So no you because I like the layer of tater tots to have a good, crunchy, crispy top. And this lady just everything just mixing it in a bowl. No. It's just like a not right. Gigantic bowl all together. No, we need our layers. We need our layers. We'd like a recall on this (laughs) suggestion. (laughs) Q one oh two. Mary Ellen joining the show one one more time tomorrow before Tim comes back from Mexico and I'm sure we'll have all kinds of stories. Now last time he was in Mexico, different beach I think, different resort. He ran into Miranda Lambert on the beach. I don't know if he's had any celebrity sightings yet or if he is the celebrity being sighted, but I'm sure that we will have some stories be fun when he hear. returns yeah. on Monday. Well, mm-hmm. I am so glad that we got a chance to talk about the stranger session because I, it was probably a week ago or so that I sent you that message that I've stumbled upon this uh, uh, autumn Colette Photography based out of West Virginia and I saw she was doing these stranger sessions and then I got hooked. I'm looking back through her previous posts and one of the more recent ones she did was of Lauren and Diego and they meet up and they're literally blindfolded. They take the blindfolds off and then she does a photo session with them. They are, you know, putting these, oh here now, put your arm around, oh kiss her on the cheek within minutes Mm -hmm. of meeting each other and this couple (laughs) in particular looks so so natural. They are so so cute. Yeah, so adorable together. Here's the best part, Laura. So we post that this morning, kind of just asking, hey, would this be something that our listeners would consider doing? I mean, are you brave Mm -hmm. enough to try it? What do you think about the idea? Are there any photographers in the area that do this? Because I'm sure it's not just unique to this photographer in West Virginia, but... Mm -hmm. The responses have been great. A lot of people are willing to try it. Would try it. And Angie, who is a local photographer, chimed in saying, hey, she would love to try to do something like this. But this is the highlight of the morning. Did you notice that Autumn Colette Photography 
liked our post, loved our post, actually, commented, we have connected with her. We're going to have her on the show tomorrow morning. I am so excited to get an update about Lauren and Diego, find out like uh-huh. how she came uh-huh. up with this whole thing. Oh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. So what time do you think we should try to catch up with her tomorrow? Probably, like, what are you thinking, the eight, in, sometime in the eight? Yeah, so we'll get you to yeah. work so that you can, don't make make sure you don't miss it, get to work, Have bring us along to work. You can stream us. Mm-hmm. You can find us on the TuneIn Radio app or say Alexa, stream KQ. I see. How about we do like around eight twenty? After that eight twenty newscast, we'll get okay. we'll get yeah, Autumn Colette photography on the air with us and find out all about these stranger sessions. Okay, and yeah. we will. If for some reason you're like. I want to listen so bad. I have a huge meeting. I can't really cancel that tomorrow. It will be that interview and so many other things. If you have not downloaded all of our podcasts, I mean, I don't know what you do in your off time then when the show is not on, but (laughs) I mean, let's get with the program here so you can always catch everything that you missed on our podcast link. But also before we go, Mary Ellen, I want to let you know that today is International Thank You Day. And so this, this gift that you and Tim gave to me sits beside me every single day on the show. there we is. reach over here. There we he grab is. my huge Keith Morrison face pillow <laughs> that you guys got me for my birthday. And so I have said thank you, I think, a million times because I love it so much. But I think even more than the pillow, which I do love, was your reaction when you gave me the gift in a yeah. gift bag. Yeah. You said, now, if you don't like this, you can. we can send it back. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know what's inside here. And so when Tim had mentioned... Oh, man, she loves Keith Morrison. And then you Googled and you're like, I don't. Is there a different Keith Morrison? Were you thinking like, oh, some big stud athlete or something? And then up pops a picture of Keith Morrison, who's quite aged. And I love him just the same as when he first started on Dateline. No, I but, heard you guys talking. I knew you, I knew you liked him. But I thought, well, maybe this is. Yeah. Does Phil Dawson get freaked out with Keith Morrison kind of doing the stare down from your couch? That- I think he's no. I think he he's soothed by his voice because we've had so many Friday night Datelines together okay. that I think he is soothed just like I am. Before going to sleep after a, a Friday night dateline, it's like, oh, that that creepy, just like voice of his just puts you right to sleep. And so, yeah, I think he likes the pillow too. So, thank you on this international thank you day. You're welcome. I got to say, that's probably one of the more unique gifts I've ever ordered for someone. When I put it in my cart, I thought, well, this is a first. I've never done this before. In the kitchen. In the kitchen, Laura's in there, making something, always learning, in the kitchen. All of the In the Kitchen tips brought to you by Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center and currently under remodel. So they are revamping for the new year. Going to have an all new look. Same great finished product when they revamp your kitchen. So contact them. They're still taking consults, still having meetings with you while they are under construction. But I picked this In the Kitchen tip specifically because I knew Tim would not be here. Because with the mere mention of certain things, he loses his mind. It's not about sauerkraut. It's not about cucumber. Not about tomatoes, all those things. He's like, I'm like, they're good. But whenever we talk about vinegar, too, in fact, last week, if you remember the In the Kitchen tip, it was my version of avocado toast where I do a balsamic glaze on the top of it just to kind of give it that little sweet, little savory, delicious. And he said, balsamic vinegar, I don't like it. I thought, you have not even tried it. But (laughs) I have some tricks and tips to how to create 
create the perfect fluffiest rice every single time. Because I don't know about you, Mary Ellen, but I love rice. Whether it's fried rice, wild rice, sticky rice, brown, white, I don't care. If it's rice, I will eat it. But sometimes even people like me who love to cook and sometimes I'm good at it, sometimes I have a flop. But it doesn't always turn out 100% every time. Could be a little on the dry side, could be a little overcooked. You get that like mashed potato consistency rice. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm. it's a little bit too soft. You're like, how did this go wrong? I thought I measured correctly. But there's some things that you can, I don't want to say guarantee perfect rice every time, but at least increase your chances of the perfect fluffiest rice each time. And one of those, I knew with the mention of vinegar that Tim would go, oh, no, I can't do it. Can't do vinegar. (laughs) No, we're not saying put a whole bottle of vinegar in the water, but a teaspoon for every cup of rice that you're making somehow breaks down the starchy outer layer of the rice and allows it to absorb the water and to get fluffy and perfect. So a teaspoon added to your rice water during the cooking process, not after it's done, because then you might get a little bit more of that vinegar flavor infusing, but you really won't taste it. If you do, it'll bring out the rice flavor of whatever kind of rice you're making. But yeah, a little teaspoon in the water as you're cooking it could make for fluffier rice. And then this, I don't know if you, I have a hard time doing this. I made cookies a couple nights ago and there's like the resting period. People say after you make a roast, you should let it rest before you cut into it. Let the juices reinfuse. Mm-hmm. After your cookies come out of the oven, you should let them rest so that you don't burn your face off shoving a <laughs> scorching hot cookie in to it. Did I do that? No, of course I didn't because I'm like, yeah, I need to taste this cookie. But rice should also rest when you get done with the cooking process. Leave the lid on it, but before you fluff it or serve it or eat it, let it rest and that will help the steam in the pot finish the cooking process and make for fluffy rice as well. There's a couple other rice tips that you can get at 1025fm.com, but even you, Mary Ellen, who I know doesn't really love to cook, You do like to eat rice. And I think that these are easy tips. You don't need to buy special gadgets. And in fact, I have a rice cooker that does normally make it perfect every single time. But I don't even use that half of the time. I just do it on the stovetop and put in spices and kind of, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But there's some tips uh, on there as well. You can check them out at 1025fm.com. But thank you to Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center for all of your in the kitchen tips. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.